Welcome to the Fiscal Fitness Podcast, where we help personal trainers, studio owners, and fitness enthusiasts get financially strong. We're here to show you that managing your money can be even more fun than hitting a new one rep max. And the best part, you already have the skills to do it. We're your hosts, Kelsa Dickey and Jill Emanuel. We love talking about money as much as we love hitting that new PR or talking about our favorite protein fluff. Welcome to the show. Hey there, it's me, Kelsa. And Jill. We are so excited to kick off this season of the Fiscal Fitness Podcast. We want to kick it off right away. Let's get right to the magic, talking about what fiscal fitness means, what it means, and what maybe you think it means. They're definitely two very different things, right? So we believe fiscal fitness means that you're planning ahead with your money, you're putting your money behind the things that are most important to you, and you really have total clarity that the decision that you're making today is part of your plan. It's getting you one step closer to your goals, the things that you want, and it's not actually derailing you or pulling you farther away. And I think so many times people think fiscal fitness or managing your money well, the result is more money. And that is one piece of it, right? Like that's a really fun piece of it, but it's just like saying getting in shape is all about looking better. Right. right. Like that's just one small part of getting in shape. There's so many other things that come along with it. There's so many things that go into that transformation, your mindset, the way you feel about yourself, the way you feel about your life, your internal health, um, your strength, all of those are part of your fitness journey. And the same is true when it comes to getting financially in shape. Yeah, totally. Such a great point, Kelsa. So when it comes to your money, some of the external things that people say, like Kelsa was saying, is you might see that there's more money that you have. Your debt might be going down. Savings is increasing. But the internal changes oftentimes are even more impactful. They feel more fulfilling. It gets you more excited about your life and where you're headed. You might have more confidence, your relationships might improve, communication with your spouse or partner. Maybe you're sleeping better at night because you're not so stressed. Uh, So many different things are happening when you become fiscally fit. And I know for me, I feel really excited about my goals when I'm managing my money well. And so when we make a decision or we're considering a decision to make about our life, We're excited about it. And then I start to look at the numbers and I start to plug in the numbers and I start to plan and strategize. And that's really where I start to get really excited because I can see it coming together almost. And instead of worrying about if we can make that happen or it's like feeling guilty about an upcoming night out with your spouse or with some friends or something, you simply, you don't question yourself. You don't feel guilty. You know that it was all part of the plan. Yes. And using your money, it's just another tool to help you really be living your best life. You know, just like your nutrition is fueling your workouts, fueling your training, allowing you to perform better. Same thing with managing your money really well, that it allows you to show up and perform the best way in your life and living your day-to-day life in the way that you really want. Yeah. And seizing opportunities, being able to say yes, going out to dinner or, you know, saying yes to breakfast out because you know, it's part of your nutrition plan. You've got it all figured out. Being able to say yes to opportunities in your business as a personal trainer, maybe, 
or being able to buy new equipment or hire your coach after your competition, not just before the competition because you feel good about your money. All of those things are connected. And let's talk about, Jill, why are we even bringing this up on this podcast? Oh my gosh. <laughs> Great question. We really see that so many people have a taboo around money, right? So there's a lot of misconceptions or flawed thoughts on what it really means to manage your money well. And we want to shift your perspective around what it means to manage your money and challenge those limiting thoughts because it really is affecting you. It's affecting your training. It's affecting your health. It's affecting you as an athlete and how you're showing up. And we know that fitness is really important to you and that managing your money well might actually be the one missing piece to really bring you to the next level. Absolutely. And we want to challenge you that you might not understand fully yet the total impact that not managing your money well or maybe financial stress is having on you as an athlete how it's affecting you, and how it could be affecting you in a much more positive way, right? So if you are focusing on other forms of stress, well, money is causing you stress too, right? And so all too often, people are ignoring money though. They just sort of want to wing it or they want to avoid it because it's easier than facing it head on. And yet chances are you're facing stress in other areas of your life head on, right? Yeah. I mean, it's so easy to focus on like, oh, I just need to get more sleep or I need to manage my time a little bit better. All of those types of stresses, which are actually tied to your money also. <laughs> so if you're worried about your money, you're probably not sleeping well. You're probably not training as well the next day. If you've been up all night stressing about how you're going to pay the bills the next month or that you've been working so hard, but maybe you're not billing your clients enough and collecting as much as you should. Um, you might, you know, if you're a personal trainer running your business, you might be getting money at totally random times. It feels very scattered. So you feel all of this uncertainty and like there's so much chaos running in the background that you can't truly focus on your business, on your own strength gains, on how you're showing up in life day to day because of all of the chaos that you're trying to manage with your money on the back end. Not only that, but what we see is that money stress is actually the norm in the personal training world. And so if you are experiencing it, it's easy to think, well, so is everybody else. That's just what you sign up for as a personal trainer, right? right? But we're here to tell you that that is not the case. It doesn't have to be that way. So many times a person, a trainer is like, I don't even know how much I paid myself this past year, or I have no idea what I owe in taxes. I'm just gonna write a check for something so that I don't get in trouble because I'm so afraid that the IRS is gonna come after me, right? Or I don't even know if I'm charging clients enough to make a decent living at this passion of mine. Right, yeah, like what are your costs as a business owner? It can all be very commingled and so there's not a lot of clarity, especially when you're collecting your you know, fees from clients via Venmo, via PayPal, via cash. Some of it's getting <laughs> auto-deposited into your bank account. It's all over the place. And then of course, it's very natural to be like, 
oh, well, I can just buy my new equipment out of my PayPal account also because there's money in there. So all of the ins and outs are so like cobwebbed together that you really cannot see how much you've made nor how much your expenses are. And you have no idea, am I even profitable at this point? And if you're not a personal trainer, but you have hired a personal trainer, so maybe you're just one of our fitness obsessed fitness enthusiasts that are listening to this podcast. If you have ever had to ask your trainer if you can pay them or if they will please invoice you so that you can keep paying them, then you know what I'm talking about. You know that personal trainers tend to, you know, get a little disorganized or not be on top of when they need to be invoicing their people, their clients. And we love our trainers. I'm like, I tell my trainer all the time, you're going to be stuck with me for life. So please take my money. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. Ditto. So personal trainers out there, wouldn't it be so amazing if you could love what you do and hopefully you do already, but also know that you're making a great income doing it and that it's funding your life in so many other ways too, right? So that you can really help people, but you're not going to be reaching burnout, which is what we want to try to avoid by showing you that you can keep your money, that your you know business as a personal trainer is worthwhile and it's not something that's going to like put you out of business. And managing your money well can absolutely support your training as an athlete by maybe you can pay for more support or accountability from your coach because you feel more confident with the money you have and how you're spending it and what the trade-off is by doing that. Uh, If you're a bodybuilder or a physique competitor, Maybe you're not buying the best bikini or the best equipment, or maybe you're not hiring that posing coach. You're just watching YouTube videos when really you would love to invest in that. Imagine if you invested just a little bit more in those things, how that would translate on stage, your own confidence, how much more empowered you would feel, let alone, you know, more time, eventually more money, right? Mm -hmm. Like, because these things are not just an expense, they're an investment, Oftentimes, Um, also, if you're feeling imposter syndrome or shame around your personal training business or your life in general, maybe you're feeling really confident in your body and in your fitness journey. But when you're not confident with your money, those can feel so misaligned that it feels like maybe you're an imposter or a fraud. Like here, I'm putting out this front to the world that I'm really confident and I own my you know, stuff and you're walking around with a swagger, but really inside you're thinking, oh, and I have bills that I haven't paid yet. Or I mm. wonder if I can really afford this journey that I'm on. And it just feels really yucky. Yeah. It also really can show up in your relationships, right? So your interactions with either your clients or with your friends, with your community, you know, if you're someone that's really involved in the fitness community and you see that your colleagues, your peers, other people you compete or train with, they're signing up for shows or competitions, maybe they're going on retreats or they're participating in a race or some sort of other sport and you want to be part of that too. But if you're questioning can I actually make this investment? Should I put my money towards this? I don't know for sure that this is the right choice for me, or is it going to like leave me in a really bad position if I make this decision? It can really impact how you're showing up. You you might like not wanna communicate with your friends when they ask you if you wanna join in on something. You're kinda like, 
trying to dodge that or not really respond or make some crazy excuse up because you don't want to be committing to it. Or you might say like, everyone else is doing it. So I guess, yeah, I'm going to sign up and you throw down the credit card questioning the whole time. Is this the right thing for me right now? Or did I just do something really stupid? Either way, it's this idea that money is always a factor in all of those decisions, right? And like Jill was saying, you're either going to decide that you can't do it, can't afford it, or it's not a wise financial decision, or you're going to do it possibly with some guilt, possibly with some worry around whether or not that was the best decision and worry about that. And what we want to do with this season of the Fiscal Fitness Podcast is really shift this collective. We want to shift the mindset for personal trainers, for all of you fitness enthusiasts and athletes that are listening. We don't want you to think about what you should not do with your money. We really want you to start thinking about what it is that you can do with your money. What kinds of things are going to bring you the most freedom, the most fulfillment? What would I love to do? I want you to start dreaming again. We want you to start creating goals around those dreams and then putting a plan in place with your money as the tool to achieve those dreams. Yeah, I mean, it's the same with, you know, you probably yourself or see clients that want to lose weight and, if you look across the industry, there's so many very extreme or unhealthy ways to do that, right? So there's all these different fad diets, extreme restriction, and this is sort of the philosophy that people sometimes go into with their money is I have to be really extreme, I have to follow this extreme fad to make something positive happen. You know in the fitness industry, those things just don't work, right? Like it is a very, <laughs> temporary solution. You can maybe stick with one of these crazy fads for a few months. Most people fall off and rebound back. They experience this yo-yo back and forth. The same thing happens with managing your money. If you do not have a clear plan, a sustainable plan, a system that really has been proven to be successful that you can follow day in, day out for the rest of your life and just let it become a habit for the way that you manage your money, just like hopefully a lot of you have already proven to yourselves with your nutrition and with your training, we can do the same thing with your money. So we're gonna take those same principles that you already know, let's apply it to your financial life to really give you total well-being in your life, total health, total fitness, including your financial life. And think about this next step that you're about to take with looking at your finances for the first time and really diving into saying, I'm gonna get better with my money as the before pictures that you take when you start your fitness journey, mm, right? Yes. I remember my first, I, I had to buy a bikini for the very first time because I didn't even own a bikini. <laughs> and I bought the cheapest one on Amazon because I was like, I refuse to buy a nice bikini. And then I put it on. I did not want to take that picture, let alone send it to somebody, <laughs> right? Like my coach. Um, but once I did, that was the first step, right? I had to decide this is the first step of that journey. There's no shame there. There's no embarrassment because that's just our starting point. That's not where we're going to end, right? right? So we've we've got to face it. And it's all about preventing everyone from getting off the vicious cycle with money that so many people are on, just like they're on the vicious cycle with their weight or with their health, where you're yo-yoing, you're paying off debt one month and then finding yourself adding to your credit cards the next month. 
um, fighting with a spouse one month, but then getting together and coming up with some ideas together the next month. Um, it's about total well-being, not just partial. So if your fitness and your health are dialed in, but your money isn't, then your total well-being is still out of alignment. And we want to boost your entire well-being. We want you healthy financially, physically, mentally, emotionally, all of those things. And we want to make it so that money stress is no longer the norm. Yes, that's right. The real deal, total package. <laughs> Woo, I love it. That snapshot of the bikini is such a good example. And that's really what it takes when you're looking at your financial life too, is it can feel as scary as it was for Kelsa to take a picture in her bikini and share that with someone of like really looking at your money and being honest with yourself about where you're at, but that's just the first step. So uh, I think that you guys get why this is so important, right? Why do you want to think about your money? Why do you want to shift it? That shit is affecting you, right? We're not just telling you this, we have lived it. We have lived it ourselves. And in the next episode, we're gonna share how we've personally moved through this, how we've shifted our own perspectives and habits and behaviors around money and the impact it's had on our life um, and really how we felt misaligned once upon a time. And now we are feeling total bomb ass bitches in both areas of our life. <laughs> now I love putting on a bikini. That's right. Till the next episode. Bye. We hope you enjoyed the show. And if you did, remember to hit follow, leave a review, and share us with your favorite gym buddy. For more money strategies and to follow Maya and Kelsa's own fitness journeys, follow us on Instagram. Search Jill underscore fiscal and fit and Kelsa underscore fiscal and fit. And if you're ready to gain control and confidence with your money, join us at becomeaplanmaker.com. Say one, two,